dinner ready. Unless it was for a reason. What are you building, Stark? I just finally know what I have to do. I want to protect the people that I have put in harm's way. You're gonna kill yourself. making weapons. This is a flight stabilizer. It is perfectly on my speed. And welcome to Midnight Movies once again as we continue our series of Marvel films. We're doing all 12 of the Marvel films that lead up. Well, they're kind of tangentially connected to the Infinity Saga that we feel that we have chosen. Last month, we did the first Avenger, Captain America. Before I keep going on about on and on with Marvel and stuff, I don't do this alone. As always, the captain is here with me. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing awesome, sir. Uh, and you can continue talking about Marvel. Who doesn't want to talk about Marvel? I mean, they have changed the movie world for the better. They have brought out the evil in in the in the older generation because they're a little bitter about it. So I think it's uh, Marvel has uh, done an amazing job, and uh, I love talking about Marvel movies. So do I. I mean, even though I think many times we've said this before, we wish that DC would have done it first, but you know, Marvel's still a part of the family. Yeah. We appreciate everything they've done, and. You know, to repeat something that I said before, excuse me, I have a little tickle in my throat. They've kind of built a universe that we were probably dreaming about for the longest time. Like, I think you collected Wizard Magazine back in the day, and they would always have these fan castings for like many movies that we wished would happen. This is one of the first ones that you know kind of got it right. It was almost on the nose, especially casting-wise. Um, I remember when Robert Downey was announced, and I was like, oh, dude, perfect. He's perfect for Tony Stark after what he's been through in his life. And I was like, he's going to you know, portray this on screen and basically built an empire out of just being one character. Yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what Favreau did. They, he, that was one of the reasons he wanted Robert because he's literally spent his childhood, well, at least in his teen years. And then the rest of his life in the, in the public spotlight and not doing super great things either, you know, in, in very similar to what we know of Tony Stark from the comic books, you know, he, there was a, there was a time that, you know, he was out because of alcoholism. That's when Rhodey came in and, you know, took over as, as Iron Man uh, way before there was a, uh, a war machine, you know, Tony Stark was out because of an alcohol addiction, yep. you know, and it's one of those things I wish I know we're still, we're just touching the, the, the beginning of the Marvel universe, but that's one of those things I, I kind of wish they, they did. They, they made Tony, like untouchable and unfallible other than the fact, I mean, they had, there was one scene, I think that was in second Iron Man where he did, he got drunk at a party, but that was just a hint of what his, his ability or what he went through. Um, you know, that was why I guess one of the things that everybody talked about the Marvel movies being so real 
they 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 lived in real cities and they went through real things they went through things that i did or my friends had to go through or something and in the marvel cinematic universe they've sort of turned their blind eye to that and to kind of turn their back to that side of marvel and uh i think that's where dc I guess probably why DC maybe fails a little bit is that their characters are more valuable than the Marvel characters are. And it's, and it's just vice versa when it comes to the comic books. Yeah. I would have to agree with that too. I mean, they, like you said so eloquently, they, they tangentially touched on Tony Stark's alcoholism, but in the, in the comic run from what I remember, and I don't read a lot of comic book runs, but I've read the demon in the bottle uh, run. He was using the Iron Man suit while he was drunk and yeah. just getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah. And, they went deep and hardcore and he had to go to rehab. It was just a whole bunch of stuff and they never quite there. Like you said, there was just that one scene and that was pretty much it. That was their one demon in the bottle thing. I was like, okay. They never yeah, I, really I, I touched they, on it again. I think the poisoning was one of the, maybe their side of that, their way of addressing sort of the alcoholism of, you know, uh, I think it was during Iron Man two, why he was fighting the out, you know, when he, when he got drunk, but he was fighting that, the poisoning that he was getting from the arc reactor in his chest. And, and mm -hmm. that's when, you know, uh, Romanoff, you know, shot him with that thing in the neck. But, uh, but I mean, I guess in a way that they were kind of addressing it in that form, but I think they, I guess they didn't want to be too too much on the you know on the head of the nail, and uh, and, and address it directly. But I think honestly, it it, it would have brought more to the characters, and the, and I think the Marvel universe would have would be even bigger if they addressed really truly mm. those those it would, everyday problems that people have. It would have added more depth to him. I mean, Thank not you. that he doesn't have depth, but he oh, no. it would add just like a little bit more. And, um, you know, sometimes you just need that little little extra seasoning on the character just to make him a little bit more relatable. Not that he's because to me, is he relatable? No, because I don't have money. I'm not a, I'm not a genius yeah. like he is. But that's what made <laughs> but, him relatable in the comic books. Nobody was him financially, but people related to him and his struggles of the alcoholism and, and the failures of, of what he what he thought he was in his father's eyes. You know, and then, of course, you know, you always look at Spider-Man, who was the kid next door who had to deal with girlfriend problems and school problems. Problems. And that was the whole thing. That was the attraction to people when Marvel first ran in, what came in around the 60s, 70s, was real problems for these heroes. And it just, like I said, I know I'm kind of repeating myself, but it's what they kind of basically like turned their back on when they turned it to the movies. They're like, oh, we don't want to know about real problems. We're just going to be superheroes. That's true. That's true. But um, I remember when this movie came out, I believe it was 2008 basically the beginning of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the same year The Dark Knight was released, which is kind of like, kind of strange. That's strange to a point, but I was like, you know, one of the best comic book movies of all time released that day or that year, the same year that the Marvel Universe was basically at its infancy and it was beginning. So I find that, that parallel kind of interesting. Well, you really think back to when Batman Begins came out, you may have been in your own little bat bubble. But really, the rest of the community and a lot of people out there were, were turned off by it. There was yeah. a lot of, of, of backlash to that. So it was at one of those moments, like that's one of the things you know, we talk about the DC now and everybody's like, oh, they're doing so horrible. Look what they did back when, you know, with, the, with the Nolanverse. I'm like, yeah, Nolanverse wasn't very well received at the beginning. It took a, a film, an extra film. It took people to sit down, absorb the movie and really talk about what they saw. Yeah, that's true. Because when I saw Batman Begins on opening night, the theater was empty. Yeah. 
because it, like you said, people had given up on Batman, given up on those type of movies. They were like, nah. We well, no, no, that. But the ones that watched it really didn't like it either. They're like, that's not Batman. What is that? Who's who's that's not something. That's not Rachel Gould. Who? What is this? There was a lot of kickback when that first came out. It took a few years for the fandom to sort of embrace embrace, and I think it 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 did it during the second uh, on the second film is where you know yeah. they, they showed more of it. But because it wasn't fantastical, it wasn't a comic book movie. It was like like people have said before, it was a um. It was a noir. It was a, it was like a crime movie. You know, you could basically put that movie against a Michael Mann thief movie. If you've ever seen that movie, it's very detective driven, um, crime noir, cops, corruption, the police department, all that stuff. And the only difference is you just put Batman in there. That's basically all you've done. And I think people took it the wrong way. They're like, wait a minute, this is too real, too yeah. grounded. Because they were like, wait a minute, where's Superman? Where's Wonder Woman? What's going on? So... It it took a while for people to catch up to that, and I think finally maybe we've caught up to it. You know, because Marvel has borrowed a little bit of those um, symbolisms. You know, being grounded, like you said before, so close and everything. But again, I, that, again, well, like what, what I was saying before is they they've turned their back on their realism, and I think that's you know again it it, it works for them. I think yeah. that might be what's hurting DC is they're going too real, and and they, you know I, it's one of those catch twenty twos. It's just. They just, I think DC was like, oh, well, this is what everybody's been screaming that was too superhero-y, too cartoony. Well, let's go real on them. And they went too real on them. And then, you know, Marvel went the other way going, oh, well, let's not make it real, that that real. We're going to have a, make it in a real universe and things are going to take place in real cities. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's about real, about as real as it gets. So, but uh, yeah. let's go ahead and knock this one out. Yeah, well, I think we've talked long enough. So, uh, yeah. So we're beginning with Iron Man. This is the second movie. 12 movies, man. We got 10 more to go. Oh, yes, That's we do. Uh, we got the rest of the year. We got the rest of the year. So it'll be fun times, and you're looking forward to it. So I guess we're going to get queued up and get ready. We're going to watch Iron Man, the first one, 2008, starring Robert Downey Jr. and Jeff Bridges. Hmm. So I guess we'll queue it up, and I'll begin the countdown in three, two, one, and play. And that is right, folks. You are seeing it. This is a Paramount movie, not Disney. This is before Disney bought Marvel. This actually was done on Marvel's own budget. They were they had just bank called bankruptcy. I think a few years before this, and then they decided that you know they wanted to redo this and you know try try to start doing movies again and. They, uh, you know, I guess the X Men franchise was what what was the only thing keeping them alive. Yep. And so they they did this on their own again. This was not Disney money. This was the the seeds of everything that was going to come down the pipe. Yeah. They I love this shot. They didn't, by the way. A, they didn't even have a complete script when they started filming this thing. That that's how fought by the by the seat of their pants and. and I remember. The first Comic Con when they dropped the trailer and they were just showing the behind the scenes stuff, like of, of the practical effects with the helmet and all that stuff. Because Tony Man's, uh, um, excuse me, the Iron Man suit in this movie is all basically all practical. There's a couple of uh, CGI, but it's practical in this movie. I missed this in this theater. I I was in a uh, I was doing other things at the time. And um, I had kind of stepped away from my my comic book roots, and when I saw this coming out, and again, I, I was I was also remembering how Iron Man wasn't 
wasn't a really big comic book character. No, no, he wasn't. He was he, he was, was he, he was a C character at best. Yeah, and when I saw that, I was like, really, they're doing? I mean, I, I knew they had done Blade, so I was like, Blade is definitely a C D character. So I was like, oh, maybe Robert Downey Jr. I same thing. You know, we, you talked about we, we just talked about you know just his, his character of of his actual life. And uh, I was like, eh, I'll see it later. And I, I think I eventually watched it uh, with our friend Steve-O at his house. Uh, watch, I think he got the rented the DVD or something. And we finally sat down and watched it. And I couldn't tell you how many times I watched that after this. <laughs> yeah, same here. Actually, that's the only Marvel DVD that I own is this movie. I remember from the beginning scene, I could tell, okay, that's Tony Stark. And it's just so funny when you actually look at this, you know, this is, you know, 12 years ago um, the, that they did this and you just like, there's a lot of things in here, even though this is his time, but there's like a lot of things that are technologically in the early 2000s. You can sometimes see it, you know, like the camera, the guy had that the Marines mm-hmm. had and uh, there's just like certain things that this like really dated in a bit. So he didn't get any any flack from that then. No, from, from the from the, the guy that walked down. Then it because I mean it, like it, it I think he everything. did. I think I think I think you'll see it now. Like he because he he'll see his chest start to bleed. Or is there shirt? Oh, it's now. Okay, this is what. Yeah, this is the one I knew, but I was like, he didn't catch any from that one because that was just uh, it ripped through the metal. You think it would have ripped through him a little bit? Yeah. Did he wear a bulletproof vest? Yes, he is wearing a vest. Okay. Okay, just went through it. So that just makes you know, kind of lets you know more, you know, how how heavy it was. Now, this opening here is very frightening, if you think about it. It reminds me, and uh, if you remember this or not, they had a video many, many, many moons ago. I think it was somebody that was captured. Oh, One had, of the terrorists. Had, yeah, you know what I'm had, talking about? Yeah. yeah. I had a couple of videos that kind of very similar to this. Yeah, where they cut the guy's head off. It was yeah. just very eerily similar. So this actually started, they really started production and trying to get this going back in 1990 with when uh, Iron Man was owned by Universal Studios. And it just didn't pick up. They had different directors and writers looked into it. Uh, Nicholas Cage expressed interest. Tom Cruise expressed interest. Um, even at one point, uh, I think in late 1990, Quentin Tarantino was approached to do write and direct the film. Uh, then the uh, Fox sold the rights over to New Line Cinema. So yeah, it went from Universal to Fox, the New Line. Then finally, you know, I think it came back into Marvel's hands. And that's when they decided to go ahead and, you know, give it a go. And a lot of these pictures you see here with Tony Stark is actually from Robert Downey's life. Where there's some pictures of him and his dad and they just kind of took his dad out of the, out of the picture and stuff. Those were actually uh, from uh, Robert's own personal catalog. There's Rhodey. Mm. 
I'll take Terrence, that career, Terrence that, Howard, man. Add career uh, choices for 11, Alex. Uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I think he's, he wanted to do decent things with that. What was that one TV show he did? Well, I'm, no, I'm not judging his, uh, his choices. I know. I'm just saying, but like, you point. know, if you had a choice. Yeah. You know. You might want to hang around Marvel Universe. Well, you, 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 there was no Marvel Universe. You got to realize all I know, he I had know. to think of was X Men and Blade, really, in the last decade or so. So they're in, in the Fantastic Four. Oof. So yeah, so I mean, you you think as an actor, then, and also if he is a bit of a comic book fan, again, really Iron Man, we're we're gonna do something here. So I I do see his point. Um, not not foreseeing the future. I mean, really, because when they did this, like I said, there was no script, no Disney, nothing. That's why people always say that John Favreau helped build the MCU. Oh yeah, he's he yeah, was him. Right. Yep. I mean, you had you had you have a uh, Avi was it Avi Arid? Avi Arid. Yeah, Avi. That's yeah. His name. Uh, Avi Arid. Kevin Feige. They were yeah they were there, but again, what? Who are they at that point? You know, Avi was was part of Marvel. Kevin Kevin was still pretty new, if if I remember correctly. He was very new. I mean, he was. So, I remember he was a. Um, wasn't he an exec producer on the X Men movies? Yeah, I think he worked in the costume department, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You talk about a guy who's a sweaty, and he built himself. You know. But yeah, definitely. I mean, it, th- there was no future, you know, for the MCU. I know they hinted hinted at things, and there, you know, you you can always hint at things. Because trust me, I've seen tons of movies where they hint at another universe or another sequel or a building of a universe, and they never happen. And no, that's no. what they did here. You know, they at the end of this movie, there's a there's a extra scene, and that if this didn't do well, just that extra scene could have just been a tease that pissed off every comic book fan. I tell you what, (laughs) that's post credit scene to be, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I left the theater. I had no idea there was a post credit scene. There is no idea. There were no post credit scenes back then. And let's like, yeah, I I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, like, I didn't like, like uh, that's one of those things. And then I found out later, like, Oh, did you say to the end of the movie? Like, no, I didn't. And then I looked it up online. Like, did he just say Avengers? (laughs) Yeah. And I, and I freaked out. I was like, Oh my God. I and went home. A, and I told. There's actually an, a, a a scene that was de- deleted from this where he uh, makes mention of mutants. As well. Yes. 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 You know, because at the time Marvel still owned the X Men. You know, their their production company and everything was still they could still do that before you know the mouse got involved. Yeah, mouse owns everything now. I'm going to be interested to see how they do the X-Men though. I hope they do it the way that the, the current comic book run is like the one you're reading. If they do it that way, I think it'd be perfect. Yeah. Well, honestly, they could, what they could do, they still have that deleted scene. And then with the technology they have now, they can make that as if that scene already happened, you know, that they, they can extend out the post credit scene talking about the Avengers initiative and talking about you're not the only one I have to deal with. There's, there's hammers out there falling from the sky and there's mutant. You know, and the, he can make, they can take that deleted scene and put it into here. And all of us fans would eat it up going, okay, yeah, you might have filmed it for another movie and put it in the deleted scenes. But if they slide it in 
to a movie, I think it 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 always it'll become canon instantly, and that will be a great way of you know. Yeah, that'd be a perfect way. I always love this house he had, and they got rid of it. In Iron Man three, was it three or two? Yeah, no, it was three. No, year three. Yeah, it was three, where he called him out and they basically blew up his house. Yeah. Jarvis. Yes, the introduction of Jarvis. Apparently, Paul had never seen, Paul Bettany had never seen the movies. He was unfamiliar with the plot. He said, he said uh, Jarvis was the easiest money he ever made. Uh, he said he came in and he worked for, I think, two hours. And then yeah. and he and his wife went on vacation with the money. You know, he's like, I didn't know what it was. They forced him to act now. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's watched it since. But I, yeah. But um, but yeah. Of course, anybody out there that does not know who or what Jarvis is in the comic book world, uh, if you're listening to this, I'm pretty sure you guys are. But if you're not, you're just a a new person that's found us. Uh, Jarvis was Tony Tony uh, Tony Butler. Yeah. Uh, and he actually became the Butler for the Avengers as well. He would when they had the Avengers Tower, he was there helping everybody out. And the main reason they decided not to have him in here is they were con- too concerned about a Batman comparison. Yeah. That, that was the big thing him. I heard too. It just made him an AI, which I think kind of worked too. Cause he, he kind of sees, he, he basically seamlessly fit into the vision role too. Yeah, he did. And, uh, the vision role I kind of had issues with because I mean, it's, it, they negated Ant-Man altogether. And negated big time. Yeah. That, that was, that was a, a little irk. Uh, so I'm, I mean, I understand that they didn't want to have that, but that's a good substitute to have. I was, that will be always one of my, my irks about this. The overall MCU is how they utilized. Yeah. They, they, they did a couple of tweaks. Yeah. The changes that, but it wasn't just Ant-Man. It was also, you know, Janet. There's Janet, a lot of things. There's Janet a lot was, of things. Was the, was like the was the female character in the Avengers. She's named the Avengers for God's sakes. Yeah. And they made her a like third character that was lost in the quantum realm. Yeah. And Black Widow was never as built up as she was in the movies. I mean, she was cool. She was actually like, like you know, pe- people wondered like in the comics for the longest time she played both sides. Oh, yeah, yeah. She worked both sides. She worked both sides. I love this scene. Yeah, it's great. I, I think I think uh, John Favreau's character, uh, Happy, turned more into the Jarvis-esque character. So uh, maybe that's one of reason also. They wanted to have something more with for John to do. And I love the design on some of these jets that they, they have. I know they're not real jets, but they definitely have a cool look to them. Mm-hmm. Very sleek looking. Yeah, I, I love that design. Of course, she has to have hot stewardesses. <laughs> Stewardesses with hot towels. Hey, 
I love this next scene that comes. <laughs> Hot sake? No, I'm not John. I got I, I love this. This is great. He's like, look, you know who I am? I'm a, I got people defending me. He's just so I I I I love, I love the uh I, I support our military and I've got a lot of friends, a lot of friends that, that are, you know, military. And this is them when they are drunk. I they cap, did capture this moment very good. This is this is every Marine, every army and navy person that I know that's in my life, that's this is them. They're they they that that is their brothers out there. And when they get drunk, they do they do get emotional and, and proud of them, you know, their brothers and sisters. My, yeah, yeah. I'm like um I got hammered with the old man one time and he brought it all out. He's like, you know, I had my brothers and I lost a lot of brothers and got very emotional, but yeah, I can testify to that. So Gwyneth Paltrow was, you know, one of the big reasons she took this job. This is really funny. Is because she only had to drive 15 minutes to the studio. She was able during <laughs> shooting. Yeah, she was able to go and, and and see her and take care of her two kids during the entire you know and be able to go home. Jericho. You know, I keep thinking how Tom Cruise would have been in this role. I don't think it would have fit. No. I, d I just can't see it. Like, maybe the action scenes, but there's barely any. Yeah, and because it, it's I all, just, voice, I just can't, all voice, it's and it's, it's yeah. all delivery in the voice when it comes down to Iron Man it's, and mannerisms too. Yeah. I just I can't see Tom doing it. He, and again, that Favreau was right. He picked Robert for his swagger. It's really what it, it comes down to that that California playboy, I've got money swagger that he that he captures. You know who the highest paid actor was in this movie? Wasn't it uh, Jeff Bridges? No. No? Nope. Terrence Howard. Yeah. Then, then why was he complaining? I don't know. Maybe that's why he was complaining because the next movie he wasn't, he wasn't going to be making the same amount. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like a lot of his lines that he does in this movie, very improv-y. And from what I read, he improved a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. There again, there the the uh, the script wasn't done. Mm. Now, as far as origins go, they kind of nailed it on the head. They really did. This is basically what happened. He was tied up to a battery, keeping his heart alive. And 
trapped in a cave. I don't think he was trapped with somebody else. I think it was just him. I'm trying to remember because I know it was taking place during um, around the not exactly. Well, I think it, the original one was during Vietnam. Kind of incredible when you think about it. The guy's up to a battery keeping him alive. This is kind of the most depth you get about Tony Stark, too, in these scenes in the cave. Because after that, you get very little. Well, in this movie, the other movies, you, you, you do see growth. You see you'll have a scene here and there. Yeah, here and there, but he's still like he's still got the swagger back. But here he's, you know, he's. he's I mean, down. There, there's depth. We could, I mean, you love you three thousand for God's sakes. I mean, that, don't tell me. Yeah, that, that, that. yeah. Okay, <laughs> I have to rescind that. Thing. I mean, you're that's right. you're right. You're right. You're right. I I forgot about. I don't care, I don't care who you are, man. That that pulls that uh that that tugs a good uh, heartstring. Oh, that video. Oh man. Yeah. That's Hey, what we're gonna have to we're gonna have to watch it. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's gonna be the last one. She's ready, ready. That'll be in December. That'll be in December. And this is is this Sean Taub? Taub, I believe is how you pronounce his name. I think it's Taub. And uh, I think he's been in what, Homeland and Showtime. It's really good. Build me the Jetical. Yeah, this is the one area they like really screwed up on. Screwed up on. Mm -hmm. Try that again. Easy for me to say. Uh, but uh, yeah, the, the whole with the whole uh, the ten the ten ten rings. Well, the original idea was to have the Mandarin as the villain in the first movie. I don't know why they shied away from that. I don't know. It, it, they 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 started off with the Ten Rings, and then I mean, I understand you want to kind of go with the more with the time frame and in, in in the in the area of the world that they're in. You know, they definitely want to hint towards more the you know the terrorist type you know cells and things like that. But they still could have had the Mandarin be part of this, you know, or, or, you know, hinted at a villain, maybe not number two or maybe, you know, up to number three. I mean, continue like they did do it in number three, but hint at it throughout so that there he's there, he's watching, he's more powerful mm -hmm. than we really know. And he's pulling the strings very similar to uh, the last three James Bond movies with Daniel Craig. Yeah. How they all the, like the first three were all him having to go through all this crap. And then finally, eventually finding out, it's one person pulling the strings and tormenting the living hell out of him. They could have gone in kind of in that route with this and it's still stuck to it. Or, you know, I think that probably the big, biggest upset, I think for a lot of fans, even me. And again, I wasn't a huge Iron Man fan, but when you come to find out the one that the guy that's playing him, you know, uh, later on is just an actor. And it's like, what the, what kind of yeah, pull on this? I did not like that at all. 
I thought I, I saw it in the theater. I'm like, wh- I thought it was a joke. I was like, oh, he's just fucking with him. Yeah, and that was it. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, especially really if you're gonna if you're gonna hire uh, Ben Kingsley, you're gonna spend that kind of money with that quality of actor, and you're you're gonna pull him in as a as a second rate actor himself. It was so stupid. Oh, yeah. I remember I remember the, the trailers when they came out. You'll never see me coming. I was like, oh, dude, they got the manner. They nailed him. I can't wait. Yep. And then I saw. Him, I was like, what? Hey, uh. He's an actor. We, I guess we can throw that one to, uh, to a bad choice on uh, Feige. Uh, that's a, that's a, that was not yeah. That's, that's a strike uh, and a miss for him on this one. That's a, that was a faux pas. <laughs> He's had, like I said, everybody's oh, you know, oh, Marvel's done great. Yeah, go back and see some of the shit they've done. Go check some of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do There's, love it. I do love an Iron Man three where we get to actually see where he meets that where he talks about how he met, met Tony. Yeah, and we actually get to see that moment uh, in Iron Man three. I thought was really cool. Iron Man three has a lot of good moments. Yeah, a lot of good moments. I'll just, I'll just say that. But as a whole, not one of my favorites. No, nope. And people say that oh, it's the highest grossing of all the Iron Man films. I go yeah, but do you know why it's the highest grossing of all the, the Iron high, Man films? To me, money doesn't matter. It's about how good it is. Yeah, but a lot of times the people that I talk to who are very naive movie fans, they were like, yeah. well, it made this money. It made this money. I go, let me tell you why that movie made money compared to the other ones that didn't. First off, the Iron Man 3 is the first movie after what? The first Avengers movie. So guess what? Yep. Everybody's going to see it thinking, oh, are the Avengers going to beat it? No, they're not. But that was the first beginning. I think that was the beginning of phase two, if I'm not mistaken. Mm, yeah, I believe. I think you're right. So that's one of the big reasons it was. It was coming off. It had a lot of, it had like five movies in in the MCU, I believe, or four or three. That's why it made money. Not because it's a good movie. No, it, 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 the money that was made was based off the, off of the hype in the, in the yeah. patients. It's a lot of times. It's like the, dark, a, it's like the Dark Knight Rises. Qual- yeah, it's not about the good quality of movie when people look at the finances. It's about the hype. And the mm-hmm. exposure uh, right now, I guess, you know, if anybody's listening to this at a later date, but you know, we're right after the cusp of the birds of prey. And again, that movie, I believe a lot of the money that was it made or didn't make was because of the hype in the promotion. I think if they would have done a straight promotion on it, I think it would have made, maybe not, it wouldn't have broke the bank. You know, it, it probably would have, you know, come in maybe like, you know, another 60 mil higher. They changed the title number one. Yeah. I know they changed it recently, but that title yeah, was yeah. like, I thought, well, I thought it was like a working title. I was like, you can't make that the title of the movie. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, that's too long. It's, you it's can't. Not, like, not strange love. Okay. This is. Yeah. Birds calm, of you prey. calm down. Like, it's just, <laughs> just, just, just do Harley Quinn or Birds of Prey, whatever. And it had nothing to do with them. Oh, yeah. Like, but no, but it just, that's, that, that's a point to make. You know, when you look, talk about movies, what they make and what they don't make, really, you got to look at the time frame, the promotion that goes along with it. And, that's really what what's going to make the money. Um, and again, I think that's one of the things that we all, we, uh, a lot of people in our community talk about how like Captain Marvel, a lot of us, we didn't want Captain Marvel. We didn't want the Captain Marvel we got either, but we call this a, what would they call a shoehorned character? And the reason that we refer to her as a shoehorned character is she was shoehorned in between two amazing money box office breaking movies. And that's why so, it made the million only, that it did. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's, that's really, a perfect point. You really, I mean, I, I'm sure it would have done good in the movies. Don't think it would have ever reached what it did because 
it, if it was released in between an, an Iron Man and a, and a Thor. Don't know if it would make that kind of money, but because it was, re, you know, in, in the middle of Infinity Wars and Endgame, smacked in the middle, and everybody's going, oh, we're going to see something, you know, because that's how, you know, Infinity Wars ended was the pager going off. And so that's, yeah, that's, those are, those are what, again, when the people refer to something being shoehorned in, that's what that means for, for especially for her. And then I, I, there's another argument that somebody would bring up to you, play devil's advocate, that Ant-Man 2 came after Captain Marvel. How come it didn't make the money that Captain Marvel did? And I would say, you know, the, the, almost the same reasons you're going to say it. People had to, were coming off the high, They saw Captain Marvel like, oh, okay, it's not what I thought it was. And then when they went to go see Ant-Man, which was, to me, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which was a better movie, in my opinion. And they got let down. I was like, nah, I don't, I'm not going to get let down again. There's no Avengers in there. Well, I think a really uh, the initial part is because at the end of Avengers, her it was you know um, yeah she's uh, Fury had Fury pulled out her her pager, and that's I think that's the main that was like a main lead into that. That's another movie. It's not one of my favorite Marvel movies. I think to be honest, I think we've talked about this before. I've only seen that movie once. What's that? Captain Marvel. Uh, I've seen it a couple times. I've seen it like two, three times. First time I've, I've seen it theater. only once. And was, usually a couple of Marvel movies I'll watch a couple of times. It's like, yeah, it's pretty, but that one was well, like, eh. I, I saw it the first time. And then, you know, of course, you know, the, 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 the internet drama came down with it. I was like, okay, well, let me re- review again. And then I, you know, again, I, I, I had to do a test run again for myself. I always like to mm. double check and make sure I'm seeing what I'm seeing. And, you know, I was just like, no, nope, that's not it. Again, another movie that had like good moments, but kind of cheated the character. Like you, you know, the what did they have, what did they have in that movie? The um, the Great Intelligence is that what it's called? The oh, I forgot now. If you listeners remember, it was in Captain Marvel. I think it's a character that it's Annette Bening's character. The key she keeps oh. going to and that vision. It's like the Great Intelligence is scrolling. I forgot what it's called. Even that was like, oh, so it's Annette Benning in like a hologram form in her well, mind. Well, Annette Benning was was Marvel. That's who yeah, she but, was. But yeah. she was also like the, the the intelligence, the grand intelligence in her head. Remember yeah. when she wanted? I forgot. Yeah, specific. that's it. But yeah. yeah. These scenes here, I love. By the way, I love how you know it shows that guy's a brilliant dude. And he's building basically a suit out of bomb parts. And it actually, Jeff Bridges refers to it later on in the movie. He's like, you look at that. You can't build this. He built all that out of spare parts. It just shows how, how brilliant he is. Now, this actor has been in a lot of things. I forgot his name. He was in Supernatural. He played, he played, the, he played an Egyptian god. And he's been in a lot of other stuff, too. He can never play a good guy. He just has that look. Why does that guy have blonde hair? You see that? The that's, a str- that's a strange look for a terrorist. Was he going to go surfing afterwards? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Cutting tubes out on, on the Red Sea, man. Seriously. Is he... <laughs> Okay, sorry, man. I got. I got to leave, man. I got to hang ten, dude. 
<laughs> he's just fantastic. I'll call up for some sick ass waves, man. <laughs> Is he like a number two? That's so weird. I think it's just a, a calf. I think that's what that is, actually. Is that what it is? It, no, it looks like his hair. God, what is the name of this actor? I wonder if he's of Indian descent. Okay, you know what? I think that's a cap. I was saying, yeah, I, think right. probably, I think that's more yeah. of a cap than a- it looked like a. It looked like he had blonde hair. Holy crap! That is friend to beer. Tahar, Let's see what has he done? He's done a lot. He's done a lot. Uh, so, oh, Star Trek. He was uh, the pilot. He was the captain on uh. The uh, the ship that uh, Kirk's dad died, that uh, Thor died on. Oh yeah, he was. That's right. Yeah, he, he was, was a good guy. Okay, uh, he's been in Jin. Um, uh, really not a lot when I really boil down to it. Uh, Star Trek Escape Plan. I mean, there's quite a few movies, but that's nothing that like stands out that I think that you would you would see. I remember he was in Supernatural. That I do remember. Isn't that Matt Damon movie, uh, Elysium? If I can't pronounce it, Elysium. Elysium. Yeah. That's Who's in that? Movie, it's not not a good movie. Yeah, it's I've never not seen. Not a before. good movie. Oof, don't. Live, die, repeat. It's a better movie. I do TV. He's been in everything. Holy crap. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. He's, he's mostly TV actors. Burn Notice. Yeah, he was Osiris in the one episode. Warehouse 13. Blue Blood. I'll tell you what. That's an underrated series. Did you ever get to watch oh, Warehouse 13? Dude, I'm a huge fan. I, got, it's, I, actually own I love that show. I the oh. first three seasons on DVD, dude. That's so how much I love good. that show. If you guys have never seen Warehouse 13, it was only on for three or four. I think it was four seasons. Five. No, they went up to five. 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 Okay. It's so good. Um. The opening episode is not the greatest. No, it's, it's rough to I'll get I'll admit through. that. To me, it's rough to get through. But if you can get by it and do the Heroes Asylum four epi- five-episode rule, it's a really, really good show. Yeah, really five, good show. five seasons. Because I remember I didn't do the last two seasons because I kind of like tuned out on that one. But the, the, yeah. first, the, first, but the three, first three are really good. Because that was back when Sci-Fi was doing a lot of the like, a lot of their own uh, shows that were and they were sticking to a Sci-Fi feel. That uh, Eureka came out around the same time, and they mm-hmm. they did a couple of crossovers. Uh, and Eureka I, I, was another weird show, man. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it. it was very um, oh, what's the, what's the, it was very Twin Peaks almost. Yeah, it was I, like I I could twin, say that. twin Peak Light is how I always yeah Twin Peaks it. Light yeah exactly. Let me just nerd it out for a minute there. Yes, yes, we do. That's what we do here, folks. Sorry about that. Sorry. We we we'll fall on tangents. We fall, we fall down that uh, nerd rabbit hole, and oh man, and, and, and hence the Heroes of Silence was born. We we go we go deep, kids. We go deep. <laughs> yeah, because there's shit that we we didn't even know. If I like I if I would have known Kane was a 
Warehouse 13 fan. We and I would have been talking oh about other than shit a long oh time ago. Oh my god, I, I didn't know that. Like I, I didn't know that till right I, now. Yep. Well, like I said, I got, I've got the first three, uh, three uh, seasons on DVD. That's oh, how much I, I actually literally went out and bought DVD. I might have to start watching that movie and just watch it again. It's you can't find it online. You actually have to like. It's not on it. Netflix. No, I tried to find it. The only place I could find it was like Voodoo, and you, know, uh, you gotta buy this. I, I gotta start watching them. That's a, such an underrated show. Yeah. Well, check Voodoo does their their sales. Like I just picked up all five seasons of The Strain, uh, fourteen ninety nine on Voodoo for all five seasons. I'm like, oh, I can't beat that. Because like if you if you look at the regular price for one season is is uh seven ninety nine. I'm like, you know, so um, that's so I can buy like the whole season for what I would normally pay for two seasons. I, um, I don't want to be a bummer, but I remember the strain when I was watching with a friend of mine. She was a very good friend of mine. She moved to Indianapolis to take care of her mom. And then I found out a couple of years ago she had cancer. And because we used to talk online all the time, like, oh, what do you think about the strain and all that? Because she never read the comic, but she was, oh, it's so good. And and then I found out like a couple of months ago she passed. Oh, man. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Her name was Sherry Brady. And um, every time I hear about the strain, I always think about our conversations. Like I have them on my Facebook uh, messenger. Yeah. And I, and I keep thinking, I look back and I'm like, oh man, you know, so every time I, I, th- I think of her, when I think of that show, well, do yourself a favor. I know that what they, they did convert it to a comic book eventually, but it actually started as a novel. So check out. Was the, it a novel? Yeah, okay. It started. It actually was, it was done by uh, Del Toro. Yeah. Del, Del Toro. Yeah. He actually did the book, the novels as well. Him and. Didn't he produce the series as well? Yeah. Yep. Him and I trying oh. to remember the writer was Mike Scott or something Scott. And they, they are the ones that did, did that together. But yeah, I, I was introduced to them in the novels a long time ago. And, you know, I, I reread them just before they, that the show dropped. And I just, I always thought it was an interesting take on the vampires. Oh yeah. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. It was just so different I, because vampire I, movies can get so stale. They took a just a different take on it. They just and, took it as a scientific view of it. And I thought yeah. it was really cool. And I mean, even and I, I do know they were knocking off, you know, uh, or, you know, copying uh, Blade Trinity with the oh, big time with the th- or the not Trinity was the second Blade. And uh, right there, you see the guy that just got knocked across the room. You know who that is? No. So, uh, Rage Against Machine, Tom Morello, the guitar player. What? That yep. was Tom. He, he came here <laughs> to get knocked across the room. Yeah, and when you and like, if you ever go back and like rewatch it, yeah, it's it's tough to catch him, but yeah, that that is him. They have a couple. I got little Easter eggs in there for this. When you see the Mach One suit, because this is the Mach One, right? This is pretty much. Oh, this is spot. It's spot on. Yeah. Like if you look at the comics and compare it, they pretty much nailed it. That's one of the things that kind of freaked me out when I was, I was like, oh my God, it's like right exactly like the comics. And throughout the um the MCU, when you see Tony Stark in his um his Iron Man cave, you see that suit there. Like I don't know how because when he escaped, the suit blew up, and then you see it in the cave. Like, did he just rebuild? Yeah, it? I don't know how he got that unless he got it back from Obadiah Stane, and like Stane had the original there when they like later on in the movie, you know, when he's building rebuilding his own. I don't know if maybe he did that. I thought it was. I thought he kind of kind of copied off Batman a little bit because Batman keeps like his older suits in a glass cylinder. If you watch the animated series. Because I don't remember Iron Man doing that. Oh no, Iron Man always kept his suits. That's why. He, that's why there's a, a series of the marks. Like literally, if you, I think you're, he's on Mark Fifty Eight right now, okay. in the uh, in the comic book run. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the one thing Tony Stark always kept. And I'm sure, no, I don't, I don't want to say he copied that from Batman, but 
we didn't really Batman never Batman had one suit really for the most part and then he had the Robin suit. So um yeah I don't, I don't know. know. I mean a lot of the comic book runs he had a couple of the multitude of suits. Like, those like even really even awesome. recently Batman Grave he had like the cylinder thing with a couple oh, yeah, suits there yeah. too. But I'm talking like the Tony Stark like th- that was him at the beginning. He had Okay, so do you one. so he did it first you think? Yeah, I think it might have been from him okay. first. I don't think it's a copy cuz I mean it's not like really what you're Well, nobody with. else does it. They're the only two characters that yeah. can get away with it. Yeah. Well, I mean really when you look at Batman and especially the animated series it isn't just a bunch of Batman suits. It's Batman, Batgirl, Nightwing. He like has not just him, but he has his family in the in up there which i i always uh you know would like that part but yeah i mean just in this movie alone we see up to the mark three is is the only ones that we see on this and then of course you know later on there's gonna you know, you're gonna see the different versions that's why he always it's always cool to see him back and going oh what's what what's gonna be different about the suit he always looks to upgrade that's what he does he tinkers upgrades well, there for a long time, 70s and the 80s, he had his own suit for going to space. He had his own suit for the water. He had his own suit that was black. He had like a camo. Like he, Any situation that Tony would be going into, Marvel Comics would create a new suit for him. And it may, may not do anything different other than go underwater or it just might yeah, be a yeah. different color. And they mark that as a mark level of a suit. And that's why he has like 58 of them. If you've ever watched, you know, I think I've referenced it before, Avengers Assemble, the animated series. I think it's still going, too. They do um, basically what you just said. They basically do with Tony Stark. Like, he has a suit for almost every situation. He even has a suit that was created by, um, uh, what is the thing that Odin's, not Odin, uh, Thor's hammer is made out of? I forgot, like a dying star. Oh, material, see, yeah, yeah, yeah. You there's, actually there's see an, an episode of it. Yeah, they make an Asgardian version of the armor, and he fights in space with that armor. But like at the end of the episode, Odin's like, "Nah, you, you, you can't have that. You, we're keeping that." Which was kind of like a dick move. And by the way, Clancy Brown he voiced Odin in that series. A little fun fact. This is pretty interesting. I didn't know that. The American Film Institute actually selected Iron Man as one of the 10 best movies of this year when it did come out. That's a, that's a pretty uh, interesting. pretty nice little nod. The movie was I liked it nominated a lot. By, I saw, I saw it. uh, it's nominated for two Academy Awards for Best Sound Editing and Best Visual Effects. Definitely you know, could see that. Sound, yes. Visual Effects, of, of course. He should be dead, shouldn't he? He's in a suit, bitch. Okay. <laughs> well, he did land in sand. I broke the ball. See him pop out of there with, with his pants off. <laughs> Comb the desert. <laughs> we ain't found shit. You know, we really have to do that movie. Yeah, that, well, we, really we do. Have. We do have our other uh, our other part of the month. We do have our our movie uh, polls that that, we, that Kane and I both each selected six movie categories to do different categories each, and we each get to pull a movie, and it can be within our genre. But I've we I've kind of heavily suggested outside. Whoever has comedy should uh, maybe that should be uh, the, the choice there. 
I did I did my comedy already. Well, I mine's a, yeah, my, well you did yours this month. Next month um I have one coming. And I I, I can't I can't to be you, honest, I can't comedy? I can't yeah, the comedy. I said it was a comedy. comedy. Okay. Yeah, yeah we, uh, it was not classified as a comedy, but you said it, it could be a comedy. It, it was your choice of comedy. Yeah. Oops. And the movie you chose for us to do. Well, I, I haven't chose yet. I haven't. Cho- no, in that in that. Well, genre, you told me off air. I just. I hope yeah. you. I hope, well, that hope you that, that one's going to stick to that. Yeah, it's going to stick to that genre. But um. But I don't know if I'm going to do that choice this month yet i think i might okay. do something a little i hope we do do it though because i, I do like that movie a lot. we are going to do it in that in that in that genre when i when I, I decide to do that genre that will be that movie yeah that definitely will be that movie that's a very underrated movie and if you have never oh i, I want to say yeah, it, no, I no, we'll get to it don't you worry <sighs> and i did not forget about our poll or not our poll but our poll that we did um I just we just didn't get a lot of a, a lot of feedback on it, so yeah, I kind of just oh there it is. Is that it? No, that's not it. No, okay, that's the that's the. I just love their their banter. Okay, that's right. I had crime, thriller, sci-fi, nineties, sports theme, and action. That's what I had. Oh man, for sports theme, I hope you choose a movie that I'm thinking. There's two of them in my head right now. You might, I'm on you, the might text. you might be surprised on that one. Because the sports theme can fall into an action, a, a drama. A I know, comedy. I know. I'm just hoping oh, there's, there's there's two movies I have in mind that, I mean, I'm not going to be disappointed either way, but I'm just saying, like, I hope you choose one of these two. They're, they've been in my head for a while. And they'd be great to do. Either one of them. And I love Jeff Bridges in this. I mean, it is so, he's so good. Jeff Bridges. Exactly. He's not like, you know, hey, man, he's not the dude. He's just like a, you know. Yeah, just a look, the, the bald head. The, I thought about doing that when I when I started getting the gray beard going on. I was like, man, I could shave my head. Like, I can pull an Obadiah stain off, I think. Yeah, I think you could. You really <laughs> could rock that shit. <laughs> With the glasses, dude, dude, it would rock. Now the uh, now he did. Oh, and of course, yep, Greg Clark. First, here's an introduction. Yeah. He was First actually supposed to have a very little to do in here, but once he saw the chemistry that everybody had with him, they extended out his. Um, and which was a good, yeah. good move on Marvel's part. Yeah. By the way, if you guys didn't know, life he is the husband of Linda Gray, the same Linda Gray from Dirty Dancing. Nobody puts Agent Baby in the corner. <laughs> I was waiting for that. But yeah, originally he was just called Agent, and and uh, here's another yeah. one of the scenes you're talking about being um, uh, off the cuff improv. Yeah, but it works. That's yeah. the thing; it all works. You talk about a guy who literally made a character. You got to give Robert Downey credit. Mm-hmm. I mean, people shit on him because, you know, he's, he's made like bad movies outside of the MCU, but who cares? The guy's got so much money. If he wanted to come back to the MCU, he probably could come back as a freaking AI. I mean, he's got a couple too little uh, movies out there. Yeah, that are too little, that, that too little of... was not too little was not good. 
Oof, he did it for his kid, so I mean, I get it. Yeah. You're gonna, you, you gotta. What was the joke in uh, Kevin Smith? Um, uh, what was it? Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, ben Affleck sitting there talking. It was like, yeah, you got to do the movie for, for, for your for, for your. Oh, friends. for your friends, yeah. Oh, uh, you got to do the do the do the arts movie, the payback movie, and then the one. Oh no, wait, he's, he was talking to Matt Damon, wasn't he? Oh, he's yeah, like, yeah, they were got to do like the art movie, then you got to do the movie for your friends, and he looks at the camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do the payback movie, and yeah, and that's kind of you know what he I think the do little one was. He's like, yeah, you got to do you got to do movies. Just sometimes they don't pan out the way you want. And again, it's not all on the actor. It's a lot to do with script or writing. Yeah, script. I mean, so much directing. I mean, there's it's there's so many moving parts in a movie that it, you can't go, oh, that failed because of yeah, you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But uh, Jeff Bridges says he actually took the role because he looked uh, and, and found out uh, Obadiah Stane, his name, actually was originated from Obadiah, which was a, a biblical character yeah yes it and was. they actually kind of took what the biblical character was the biblical characters was more about redemption and that's why he took the role uh and any of your non-comic book fans obadiah stain is not partners with tony stark in fact he was a competitor to tony stark yeah. i'm trying to remember the name of the company he used to do, that it was but yeah he had a, a competing company a very similar to what uh, uh what's this gentleman uh, the guy's name in uh, the Justin second. Hammer Hammer yeah it was kind of very similar Hammer is is another company but Opus Dias had a, a competing company with him but I like this chemistry I like that that you know he was his father's friend and and I like what they did with the character yeah in the comics I believe he had a son that was a rival of Tony Stark's too I believe so yeah. Yeah, for for people who didn't really read a lot of Iron Man, we sure know a lot of well, comics. I, did, I didn't read a lot. <laughs> I, he was I didn't read a lot neither, but it's just like I have this mem- memories yeah. of a lot of stuff. Like I read a couple of them, and I can remember like, oh, I remember this, remember that. I think I've read arcs, and and like the arc was good, but then I when, think that's then what it is. Out of the arc, it went back to normal, and I'm like, you, you you're losing me, dude. And then yeah. I would leave, and then another arc would come in. I also, uh, years ago, not years ago, just a few years ago, actually, before you and I started talking about doing these podcasts, I, I actually started going back in into the libraries and, and checking out the volumes and, and the omnibuses of, of these characters. So I had to kind of reintroduce myself in, a, in more of a, stu- a studious way, an yeah. academic way than, than you know, just enjoying them. Yeah, like the uh, original name for the Heroes of Asylum was going to be something, something. <laughs> Which I might use that name for something. I still say the name was good. I just think what we were aiming for, it, it didn't it didn't work. But but I it evolved. That I like this name better. So it's like you could shoot it off off of Heroes of Asylum and be part of the network. No, it's 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 going little, to. Have your own I just haven't thought I haven't thought what I want to do with it yet. Yeah, there you but go. I'm, I'm going to use it. I think when we get up and running after Kaiser, I think I might have to start tinkering with it again. Stinker. I just tinker. Come up with shit. I come up with shit too. Oh, I love this. I, I love how they're bringing. I love how they brought him in. Yep. What happened to this guy? Uh, he, I think it's the, the excitement and the, in the humor of him went away. And then the business. Uh, I, I used to love him, man. I used to like to flip the channels. He was always there. Like yeah. this sucks. Don't invest in this. Yeah, I, I, I just see him in the morning. I think society just like, okay, we're done with you. We're, we're we. That's uh, that's too bad because you need a guy like that. How big are your hands? <laughs> <I tried> that <laughs> one time, I don't that as well. 
Now the hot rod that's down here that that is actually John Favreau's hot rod. Really? Yeah the uh, the the one with the flames on the side right there in the very back. Yeah, that was actually a, a vintage. Yeah, that was actually his. He uh, brought it brought it into the studio for him to tinker around. I mean, John Favreau's been around for a while. He's you know acted and directed, and he's he's been all around. And he actually, this was his first directorial, uh, directorial role. Um, and actually, to celebrate it, he uh, decided to lose 70 pounds. <laughs> it's not, not like uh, what you normally would do, but hey. And he gained it all back, unfortunately. He's bounced back and forth, but that's, you know, for us big guys, that's what happens. Yeah. You know. So now this is a prosthetic body with his neck and head popping out of the top. When she's when she's doing this, so this is actually like a looks real. I mean, it looks it looks really good, but it's But yeah, this uh, I like this this image, and it's just oh, probably one of the grossest parts of this uh, movie is it him her pulling this thing out <laughs> the gel. I've actually been wanting to look at purchasing one of those for my desk to because I know they make them. They're the, that little placard that she eventually ends up making for him. Uh, you know, saying that Tony, yes, Tony, our proof Tony Stark has a heart. I've been wanting to get get them. I know they're they're out there to buy online. Pretty cool looking though. And that arc comes back into play later on. Well, down the road. Well, no, later on. It's, uh, you know, here. Probably, you know, probably another 20 minutes or so it comes up. I love the interaction with him and his, his robot arms. That's what, probably one of the best parts. I wish they continued that more. Yeah, I wish so too. Lovely lady, what was the name? 
Yeah, the difference with uh, this in uh in the comic books, uh, Rhodey was actually his personal pilot, not just a member of the Air Force, but his uh his own personal pilot. And there for a long time, he didn't you know he didn't even know who Iron Man was. He was actually getting ticked off at Tony for not telling him who who's who's this guy. Because there for a long yeah there for a long time it was his bodyguard I think they even make comments about it yeah but then at that it's like he makes the I think it's a moment where at the very end of the movie where he you know you know, tells the truth but there's like one moment where somebody's like you, are we meant to believe this is your bodyguard and that's the first and the last time you hear that reference and I, I thought it would have been kind of cool if you if they kept that going for a little bit instead of making him yeah not sure what the the reason behind the change was. See, I like the fact that he's always trying to tinker, always trying to improve. So let's get rid of that. Let's get rid of that. I wonder why they're digging up the suit. Damn, he got messed up really bad. What are the names of those hands? I don't know. I think it's just dummy. He just called him dummy. I don't think it was like a coding number. It was just, he's the, that was the dumb one. Yeah. I don't ever think there was any numbers or names or anything for, for those arms. Light test. Oh, you and dummy. There, you are right. Okay. So yeah, so dumb E, and then you is the other one. I've always liked these tests that he does. I mean, I don't know if anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a cool jukebox he had. I forgot who scores this movie, but the score is really underrated. Uh, Dummy was actually made in Tony Stark's father's workshop, and then you was built later. You was more the uh, the video 
recorder. Flight simulator, yep. Oh, <laughs> ouch. You're right. I do like their rapport, him and Jeff Bridges. Actually, music is done by Ramin Jawadi. It's uh, an Iranian and German composer. Uh, Clash of the Titans, Pacific Rims, Warcraft, Wrinkle in Time, uh, Game of Thrones, Prison Break, Westworld. Oof. Yeah, he's got a Clash of Titans. He's got a he's got a list. Um, you know, I didn't hate the Clash of Titans remake. I thought it was okay. Actually, he actually made arrangements for one of your your favorites. Uh, for Bedelt and Zimmer. Really? Ooh. He wrote. Uh, he he made arrangements for Pirates of the Caribbean, Time Machine. Uh, System Shock. Uh, System Shock, the game. Yeah, I love that game. Uh, following the continued making, I uh, made additional music with Zimmer in movies for Batman Begins, The Island. So, probably why you you like it so much. You maybe that's why Zimmer, and it's actually probably him writing. Like Zimmer hmm. will will conduct, but I'm pretty sure that he's he's passing this stuff out. You know, getting people other people to write. So I love that line. By the way, you can't have the whole box, but you can have a piece. Yeah. <laughs> Not gonna show me. I'm not gonna no. Yeah, one piece. You even get a small piece. Donating you to City College Ice. <laughs> it's got a speed racer car back there in the background, looks like. No, that's a Cobra. A blue oh, one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Shelby Cobra. Okay. They should look familiar if you uh, just got through watching Ford versus V Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say. A couple of Harley Davidson's in the background, too. No, those are customs. Uh, if you look at the straight arm, straight bars on them. And Tony Stark went and buy custom or, or buy, buy stock. You know that. He's going to buy okay. a custom. So Orange County like Choppers probably built yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys. I don't think. I don't think hey. it doesn't look like that body on there, but it does look like a Bucati there, that orange one. Oh, don't do. Oh, not oh, the Shelby. Oh, no, 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 don't do the Shelby. Oh. Dumb, you dummy. Yeah, you and dummy. Now he's learning how to control it. Yeah, use the camera guy and dummies the the fire extinguisher. Ah ah ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> and here we are introduced to the Mark II. This will be. I find it interesting how he built all that shit so fast. That's Tony Stark, and he's got. I know. I'm just saying. Got dummy to help him. Man. You to watch. 
True. But this this is a suit that eventually will become the war machine. This is the the the, the base, the core of war machine. I think this is one of the cooler scenes. I just yes, it was amazed me just watching everything just adjust, come together like that. And honestly, I I hate to say it, and you're gonna laugh at me, but when I saw this, I was like, "Oh, they can do a Silverhawks movie now!" Wow, damn! I just was like, "Oh, a Silverhawks movie would be so cool if they can do it," because then you just don't have to have the mask on. Didn't they introduce that technology? Well, not that technology, but that type of visual effect where you're talking to a blue screen, like inside the helmet. I I, other movies have copied I that. Don't think I've ever seen anybody copy that because then you'd basically just be copying Iron Man at that point. I thought I've seen somebody else do it. Maybe it was a video game I'm thinking of. Maybe, yeah, like I said. Because they've, 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 it's been like done in couple video games like i played the batman vr very similar to this and now maybe the heads-up display that he's seeing is that that's just flight heads-up display but the like the camera looking at him through the through the hud i i don't i like i said yeah that would only be this movie so because i can't think of any other characters that would be wear a suit to or a helmet that would need that Fucking flying through. Ah. Yep, turn right back on. (laughs) That is a great scene, though. Well, that one scene, uh, actually, the scene where you see him flying over the the street. If you look on the le- back in the left, you have to rewatch it again. You'll see the poster for Fing Fang Foom. Oh wow! So there's, there's movie poster for a Fing Fang Foom movie coming out. <laughs> it's one of if my. If they ever did a Fing Fang Foom movie, yeah, I was like, oh, look at that! It's pretty cool. <laughs> and you deserve that one right there. That's true. This is interesting. Now he's looking at this. It's kind of the first time you see that he gets something from Pepper. I think he thinks of her as something else. "Mm, She got me this. 
And this comes back to play later on in this movie and in the trilogy to in the uh, 12 movie trilogy that we're doing. Kind of a weird note. During this film, I, well, a lot of comic book films, they release toys and action figures. And that's what happened with Spider-Man 1, 2, 3. The X-Men had a couple. The studio was actually... Um, toy companies are very hesitant to release anything from Iron Man. I don't think they did. They came around around Iron Man 2 and they started releasing stuff. But I guess they had a bad taste in their mouth after Spider-Man 3. Because nobody bought any of those toys. And... And of course, the creation of the Mach 3. Little hot rod red. And the overall design of the Iron Man suit, the Mach 3, is, like I said, pretty close to the comics once again. A couple minor detail changes. Pretty much on, on point. Such a good role by Jeff Bridges. I remember Jeff doing a movie with his brother, Fabulous Baker Boys. Good movie. If you guys never checked it out. They play like dueling pianos. And I think Michelle Pfeiffer's in it as well. Dueling piano brother players who fall for the same lounge singer chick. It's actually a really good movie. And of course, another appearance by Phil Clark. You know, for the longest time when he kept mentioning that long ass thing, I was like, ah, what are you talking about? And at the end of the movie, the big reveal, you find out what it is. Gwyneth Paltrow looks really good in this movie, too. 
not a big fan of hers, but in this film, just something about her. Oh, Gwen, it's hot. hot. Yeah, but in this film, it was like even more. It's the red hair. Strawberry. Blonde. Is that what it is? Okay, yeah, okay, it's, really it's the red hair. It's the, okay. it's the curse of the redhead. So I, 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 oh, Lord. There we go. I've been afflicted by that problem before, too. And I still say, and I will say to the day I die, they, they really, they screwed themselves future wise when it comes to shield. I don't know why they didn't just name themselves what shield stands for to begin with, instead of this strategic homeland. And yeah. They, it, it was, they had it was like, for shields out there and they could have grabbed either one and it would have, it would have fit or would have just, yeah. or, or just say shield. I was just mentioning something before um, when he he mentions that long name because I didn't know I quite what he was saying. I was like, what does he mean? What is this stuff? And then in the movie, he's like, yeah, we're S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm like, oh, how come I didn't pick that up? Yeah, I got it, but I was just like, man, why are they, why don't they just say S.H.I.E.L.D.? And then again, that's one of the things I complained about, you know, when it came to Marvel or Captain Marvel was they, they all automatically said S.H.I.E.L.D which screwed it up. So then what they should have done during Captain Marvel is stuck to the strategic homeland and whatever it was, you know, they, they should have stuck to that during Captain Marvel. Instead, they, they were rolling shield off the tongue so quickly, but here they're like, Oh, you know, at one point it's later in the movie where he's like, Oh, we just came up with it. No, you've been saying it since the nineties, dude. <laughs> it's just one of those inconsistent things that honestly for a major movie and and the stuff that they've done to see an inconsistency like that really surprises me i was just saying before that um you know how almost every cop with it the company with it even batman begins did to a point this movie did not have a toy release because they were hesitant the toy companies after the release of spider-man 3 which one they didn't want to make a Saturday Night Fever, uh, Tony Stark. They make a Tobey Maguire Saturday Night Fever figure. I'm going to buy that in a heartbeat. <laughs> I, I can understand that. I mean, because this is outside of... I mean, because it's oh, the only toy is him and Obadiah. There's like not a lot of toys, you know? Well, you could do the Mach 1, the Mach 2. Yeah, but I don't know. To, to me, I, and I think also Some the, of the, like, the toys the, were already there. I mean, when you really think about it, you could do water. some of the the um, you know, the um, the Pakistanis over here. Yeah, that's, yeah, they wouldn't have done that. That 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 sent up a lot of bad red flags. <laughs> there would have been some people knocking, that? Down, knocking on uh, Marvel's door. Hey, we gotta talk. <laughs> Four pack cell leader, cell <laughs> terrorist number one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we just would have. Yeah, bad PR. <laughs> <laughs> but I, like I said, I just I don't know. Toy wise, I, I don't think the movie was geared for it. No, they uh, they actually they released their line at, at, during Iron Man two. They learned yeah. a lesson. Well, at that point, I could see more more going on because then you had all the robotic Iron Man toys you could add in the marine, you know, the ones for the Marines, the Air Force, the Navy. 
Uh, then you had um, War Machine. Then you had now you had a couple of Iron Man suits already in the, you know, in there. And then they then you could sell you know drunk off your ass Iron Man too, but with a bottle and the mask up. So I mean, you had your options. Mm. Really, you're just gonna let that one roll off, huh? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> let that one go. I just let that one go. Okay. <laughs> see if I try hard anymore. You do. Let's see. Let's see if I half-ass it from here on out. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I was just going to say that in Marvel Legends, they produce a action figure line, and I'm part of this Facebook group that's like all action. They released like over 30 action figures of Tony Stark with his suits. Like I can only imagine trying to collect those. How many? 30. Oh, 30? Well, yeah. again, like I said, I mean, they're 58 different, different suits you know, as far as marks go, so I, I could definitely see that. I don't think there's even 30 bat suits out there. Well, there might be. Yeah, there's quite a few the, the different shades of Batman than the shields, whether with yellow, without yellow, without the oval around it. Um, well, McF- McFarlane's done some stuff recently that I want to get. Yeah. Then you got the uh, the rainbow Batman. Um, oh, for that one in please. there. God, no, though. And, but please I mean, don't. there's, there's, you know, there, I could definitely see with Batman because, again, Batman can have, you know, the ones from all the movies. There's so many different movie ones out there. Uh, uh, they have released those, yeah. And, and they got the Keaton one, the Killer one. And then you got I don't the think they, they've they never made... Yeah, they made the Clooney ones. The, 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 the five-inch. The, the, the yeah. silver the silver thing, and, and that, you had Robin and... Uh, oh, they made I've that seen, one I've seen too. that one, yeah. I've seen that one. Yeah. So. Mm, it's bad memories. And now here we got the Mark Three armor with the red yeah, and gold yeah. on it. Once again, very accurate to the comic. The, actually, the the original one, the original Mark Three was all gold that Jarvis uh, showed him, and that was actually like a, le- a nod to the Golden Avenger armor that uh, Iron Man wore like early in the career, early. Some Jericho. Break it down. Damn, damn, damn. Your mind went to the same place as mine. <laughs> Break the walls down. Sorry. Great theme song. Great theme song. You gotta listen to his new one. It's really good too. Well, his new one's just, uh, I thought the new one was just uh, Judas. Yeah, it is, but I like yeah. that song a yeah, lot. I, I mean, it's one of those songs when I heard it the first time, I was like, yeah. Because I watch AEW, like the replays. So good. I mean, you got to check out more Fozzie then. Yeah, it actually, I went, down, I went down a Fozzie hole after listening to that song. Oh, yeah. I've been telling you Fozzie for years, man. Fozzie's fun. Yeah, you're right. But Great it's just, music. Somebody tells me to do it, like, I don't want to. Yeah, I know. Then you I was like, you have to find it on your own. It's okay. I gotta find out my. I get stubborn like that. Like, you gotta yeah. stumble around in the dark for a while before you're like, oh, oh. And then, and then we get to hear my favorite saying of all times. What? what that you're right, Captain. There it is. <laughs> so yeah, you know, stumble around in the dark. Go ahead. I just, you know, I'll just wait for that moment. <laughs> they got, they got some good stuff though. They have really good stuff. 
So the suit itself, roughly 450 separate pieces. So I can definitely understand the reason to go to uh, CG. Yeah. Yeah. CG. Cause that's, yeah. Listen, dude, man, you pay me by the hour, man. Let's, let's get this. That's a lot. But yeah, when I for when the, this when I first got a chance to watch this, this was just amazing. Just to see, it's incredible. Iron Man. Kick ass. I just like it was the first time he speaks. He's he's all yours, and he just leaves. Mm-hmm. This is very Batman, by the way. Breaking through the wall. <laughs> they're just going to beat the hell out of him now. Oh, you're scared, dude. You're done. Damn. Tank. For a tank to fire that that high in the sky, damn. That's Stark uh, Industries for you. The tank might be Stark too. Damn, he just destroyed that tank like it was nothing. Yeah, that that scene right there was one of the scenes I remember from the the trailer, the, the, and it, yep. it stood out with him just blowing up the tank and then turning around and just walking back towards the camera. I was like, okay, there we go. He's a badass. Coming up, they showed a Comic-Con where he's flying with the F-16s. Oh, yeah. Yep. I remember seeing that one. That was one of the first uh, things they showed. I remember when I was watching the, uh, the Hall H presentation on YouTube. There was not a lot of people there. The room was basically not not empty, but it wasn't as packed as you would think. You gotta, it was. But you got to think back then, man. What? what yeah, is, I know. I'm, I'm just saying, like yeah. retrospective, like man, can you believe? In in, Com- in Comic Con yeah, and in, in San Diego is not what it used to be either. I mean, it's now no. taken over by the by the movie studios and and the and, and it's the a lot of it is the the cinematic fans that are there. Not so much. It's not. To me, San Diego is no can no longer really call itself a comic book convention anymore. No, they did they, they just, just call it MovieCon. It's yeah, it's a movie, it's a comic it's, book themed convention. But it's I don't know if you really see comic book. I mean, you'll see comic book artists there, but and you'll see them talking about their new up and coming. You know what's coming out next year, what their runs are, and things like that. But like for your old school hardcore sweaty comic book conventions. You just got to go to your local ones. You know, you're not going to get yeah. that. I mean, yes, it's a dream of both you and me and a couple of our friends that we would love to go to San Diego and see it. Actually, I think uh, we have no. She's going. Is she going? No, she's going to. Um, she's going to D D twenty three. Cindy is. Ooh. Is she? Yeah, she. Yeah, for her birthday, she's already bought tickets. Everything. She's. Yeah. She's going. Um, I was like, she better what? take. She better take photos and do some like oh, no, stuff she, for the Heroes yeah, Asylum. She yeah, better like I've give her the login and everything. I've already talked to her, but yeah. I, but I was like, you know, I, I think next year, like this year, next year it's in San Diego or, or California area, Anaheim area, I think actually. But um, but then I, I think I think we're here. We're it's back here next year, I think. 
So I was like, Is why it? don't you wait? Yeah, it, it, it rotates. It's oh. about a four or five, four or five year um, rotation back to Orlando. Orlando's well, Orlando, uh, California, Chicago. Oh, and they're like, there's two other towns that fall under there and they just rotate around four to every four to five years. So, um, and you know, this, this, you know, when it comes back this next time, you know, we're definitely all going to behave. Yes. And, uh, yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, I was just gonna say that, <laughs> but, uh, but Hey man, we got our Mega best behavior. Con, we got Megacon coming up here. We got a, a couple of conventions coming up. So we got a lot of good we, stuff. coming. We got it. I, I think I would have, I wouldn't have as much fun in something that big. Even no, I wouldn't. He's a little nutty. I like the small conventions because it, it's it. too convoluted when you go to a comic con like that. It's just like you get lost in the shuffle and then there's just too much going on. I like the, the, the smaller ones. Like you just said, it's a one-on-one this is great. By the way, is that a razor phone? Did he ask? Yeah. But do you hear the ring? Do you know what the theme is? What is that theme from the 80, from the 80 uh, Iron Man uh, show? The, oh, their cartoon. God. Yeah, they 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 took it and put it into a MIDI form, and <laughs> that's how that's what it was. Did their homework? I love did his homework. I love that scene right there. Is it a guy hanging outside the plane? Not to go off subject for a second, but did you hear oh, the? Um, we just went off subject about conventions. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's kind of on subject because we're talking about John Favreau, but um, I've heard um, and this was my screen rant. They were talking about Filoni and Favreau taking over Star Wars. What do you think about that? Not Favreau. No, sorry, no, I take it back. Um, Filoni, Filoni, and um, yeah, no way, yeah. Sorry, and Favreau. Yeah, sorry, I was getting Kevin Kevin confused with Favreau, but yeah, no, no, Filoni, no, no. Well, I mean, but they but they already run they already run it for the most part. It's yeah, but I'm just saying, like, in the, as you know, going forward now. But they already do. They, I know. I'm just, I'm just they, they, they're making the they. Make I'm just saying it. Right I know, but I'm just saying like a name going forward. Like it's not official. I mean, you know how I feel about. I know. I don't think she's going to go away. So don't. I, I'd say get that out of your head I, I, until she's look, ready to look retire. At, I don't think she's going to go away. I agree with you. I think she's going to step back, kind of be one of those producers and name only. That's and I think really what these she's, two guys. That's what she's pretty much been. I mean, you got to realize she's turned it over to JJ, to the other directors, yeah, and, and, and it's and, and we see what they've done. We people will crap all over the expanded the EU of Star Wars. Like nobody's business, but when you look at it, they're the ones that are writing the best material. They're the ones that have kept Star Wars alive during the during the lull in between. That's what I'm saying. When you even said something before when I brought it up in a, in a previous podcast, when I said when the, the the whole issue was brought up, oh, there's no material for us to look at. I had a big issue with, well, that. I, with her. And then the reason I, I I disagree with you on that is she's not talking about material that's already existent. I don't want to see that redone. I want to see new. I think I'm not saying meant, it's going to be redone. I'm just saying there is material out there. There's she, material she that's already been done. There, but yes. There is. But when she made that comment, you're cutting off. Cutting, but she said never. There was never. You were, you been were cutting off her comment talking about that. Um, actually, Captain America's shield should be in the background here somewhere. By the way, um, it is. On I the, believe. 
the desk. Yeah, I think it's around the desk, like right behind her. There it is, right it, there. There it is, right there. You see it? Yeah, but yeah, she uh, yeah. apparently okay. it was that was edited out because this was a scene in the trailer, and they edited that out, that section out, so you didn't see it. But no, I think what she was saying about the going forward, there is no material that they could use because all that stuff's already been written. She wanted, I think she just wants to do something new, which I want to see something new. Well, I, I wish, wish she would have clarified that. that because there has been stuff in the past. When you're in a big position like that, you're going to say what you've got to say and move on. You, but that I, sounds it, very silly, but that sounds like you don't know your product at all. I don't know. You when have I, to I know your product. It, Mike, if you, I mean, Captain, if you're in charge of Star Wars, you have to know, every, not everything, but at least the basics. She's not, in, she's not really the one full in charge of that. So she's it's not a fan, lower, then why is she in charge? You don't have to be a fan. You have to be a. You have to in her. You position, you have to know that you ha, you have to know the product though. No, you want your creators to know your product. You want but to. You have to know something about it. If you if you're gonna relate if you're gonna write to people like that, you have to know something about the product. But she's put you the have, right people in charge to make the right product. That's her. Well, job. how come Feige knows his stuff and she doesn't? Well, Feige's a fan, probably. That's the only thing. But in her position. She's got to deal with the upper ups, like the, the, the upper echelon. She puts the right people in, in power. To me, I was always one thing I always talked about, like a good president. He may not know everything, but I want him to know the right people to put in the right place. And that's what she is. She's put the right people in the right place. And she's kept them there. You know, when, when Lucas bowed out and sold his property, she could have turned around and said, hey, Filoni, out. You're, you're part of the old guard. No, she's like, I'm keeping you there because George picked you, handpicked you. That was one of the smart decisions she made. She's made a lot of smart decisions. Just the yes, she has. She has. Look, I will give her credit. She has made a lot of good decisions, but she's made a lot of bad ones too. Not, not a lot. A few. She's made a couple bad. A few. When you look at the movies, when you look at the movies, that's all she's made bad decision on. What else? She greenlit. She greenlit uh, *Mandalorian*, which is probably the best decision anybody's ever made for *Star Wars*. She brought *Clone she, Wars* back. Okay. She brought okay. *Clone Wars* back. I'm telling you, when you really okay, look okay, movie-wise, she's movies. Movies, she's shit. Everything but, else, okay. But I don't think right. that it's her 100 because she's not wanting to do a rehash of the old stuff. She, she's trying. I'm not to throw saying do a, a rehash, but once she said there has been nothing that we can look back. That on. was the Kathleen haters looking for anything that she said and just to, to attach it to, and that's. But that's I very thought. silly. That's very silly you took to it say. that way as bad. I did. I, I it, because that's what she said. She said, there's nothing I can look back on. You know, these movies are hard to make and we have no material to look back on. I'm like, what? You have nothing to look back on? Are you kidding me? The EU itself. Comics that have been released in the last couple of years. One of my favorite comics that you, you recommended to me was a Darth Vader comic. Are you telling me that nothing recently has been released that she can't look back on? That's insane. But, insane. Did, but, but, I mean, they did look back on that. They didn't. She just said it. I got to stop. I'm on back. <laughs> we're, we're watching Iron Man. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm getting off track. I just, from, I think I from just, here on out, because when she made that comment, everything was already done. The last trilogy was done. She's talking going forward. There's not much to, to, to go forward on. And, there isn't. When you think of Star Wars, star, all Star Wars stories are in the past. But to go forward, there's been nothing. There, there's been a couple of legend ones that really were crap. When you go and find the, the ghost of the great-great-grandson of Luke Skywalker. That's, that was dumb. Okay, so again, yeah, there's really, really nothing forward. Like I said, she made a comment. The people that 
don't like her took the negative side of him and go and pick the negative things out of to me i was like well do you because i just think she should have rephrased that comment because i think it, 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 it bothers people it does bother me it does because you basically are crapping on the work of people who have worked in star wars in the past well you like oh you, you and, and, and i get it i didn't i, I, that. I, didn't I did i did That's, you're basically saying timothy zahn you suck i'm pretty sure she didn't and he probably doesn't care. that's basically what she was He's saying oh checks. you know what the Thrawn trilogy, it blew. If I, uh, screw that. The Darth Bane trilogy, screw that. We don't care. I'm not saying you have to use it. I'm just saying, like, hey, you know what? But they did use just it. Say, just, just say it like this. Hey, you know what? There has been stuff in the past that we cannot use for the movies because, you know, different visions or something like that. But there has been stuff. I hate when, when, when you crap on something that has been done, like yeah, other I people's work. Like, l- 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 let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, right? Let me, hold, let me stop you real quick, all right? Let's say that you made a song, all right? If you guys don't know, Captain is a musician. Let's say you made a song, okay? You composed it, you read it. Okay, you know what? It's out there in the ether for that. Years later, that song, somebody takes it, rips it off, and it's, like, it, it's basically the same exact song that you wrote, right? Twist it a little bit. And they forget, oh, well, where did this come from? No, this guy just did, did, did it himself. Would you feel kind of slighted? Not really, no. If they, if they, if they took something you made, you want to take you wrote. You, you want me to say it from a musician's point of view, there are only so many notes and chords that fit together. I'm just saying that would piss sound me like off. That would piss me I, off. I'm a theorist on music. I, 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 being a musician, I understand the theory of music, and there are only so many – there are so many – notes and so many chords that go along with those notes and then not only that but then you have to go okay well that note doesn't go along with that note so you can't do those two together so then there's only true a few structured that you can do when you I and know. i listen to a ton of music dude i'm like i know exactly who that sounds like i know that there's only so much you can do so I, i'm not i've never been one of i'm just ones. saying like i'm just saying Unless that somebody goes straight up and rips it off and changes two words on it then i'll be, be pissed but if the melody is kind of the same, there's tons of music out there that's like. I, I'm, just, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. I like to defend artists as an artist myself. I don't. I, I don't. Again, do music. I, 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 I'm I draw. an artist I'm too, just, and I. It's to me that's it's something that's going to happen. And I just, I just didn't think that you took it as her sliding somebody. I didn't take it. As, I think as she that. did. She slided a lot of people. I don't. I didn't see it. At that. She basically crapped in them. She's like, oh, you guys don't count. This coming from the same woman who stood up there when she took over Lucasfilm, the comics, the video games, everything's going to be connected going forward. And it has been. No, it hasn't. You're saying it has not. Saying that we didn't see Ghost in in there, where they didn't mention Revan in there. Um, so, so you're saying none of that happened in like the last in, in the Rise of Skywalker's. Barely. It happened whether barely uh, or not it was connected they one of the one of the groups that was on exegol uh, that that the uh, palpatine had was his named after revan and actually pretty much all of them were named after a darth darth lord of some sort that it took place in legends they had the ghost show up there okay ghost is yeah a, a, a blip of the ghost a what blip a blip no the card, you saw him zipping around a lot and that's not, the, that's not the only time you saw a ghost. You also oh. saw a ghost in, in uh, Rogue One. You, you, had, you and I had this conversation a long time ago. You want more. She, did, she gave you what she said. She didn't say, I'm going to give you tons of stuff. I'm going to make sure that they connect in ways. They have connected in ways. Not enough for you. The only that's argument the that thing. I have. You were just let it, down I, because you didn't get enough of it. Look it. 
I'm going to say this again. The only issue I had with her comments is to me, like I've said before, I'm going to keep repeating myself. Exactly. But is she basic? And I am because I'm going to keep defending this point. Like you have your point. I have your point. You know, it is what the it point, is. My point is, is, is did they not put Revan in there? Did they not put ghost? Barely. This is not a barely. This is not a gray area. <sighs> did they put Revan in the movie? A mention of him in the movie. Yes. Or me- no? Yes. Yes. Did they, they put ghost him. in the movie? Yes or a no? A blip of the ghost. Did, yes. No, the ghost was in the final battle. You saw the ghost at least. Yeah, barely. Was he was there. Yes gone. or no? Was the yes. ghost in there? Yes. And the ghost what? was in there. She did what she said she was going to do. She was going to add stuff from the comic books and the cartoons into the movies. It happened. It's a. It's no gray area or barely. It's. It happened. You just want more of it. And that's all it is. You just want more to see, which I, I just don't like her it. crapping on pe- previous people. That's my, that's my, that's my big issue. <laughs> Again, that's I don't like going that. back to that. Thing. Okay. I don't, I don't like it. Give them at least a little bit of credit. She Claudia does. Gray, Timothy Zahn, give them credit for something. Don't sit there and say there's nothing to go off on. Okay. That's what I'm saying. All right. So I'm sorry, guys. This is, this is normally what me and captain do a lot of. So, this is why the podcast was born, by the way. You should have seen our previous conversations at a local establishment. They, they got pretty heated. So. Where are we at? <laughs> oh, um, Obadiah is getting ready to go yell at the gun. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. And you know who that actor is? Uh, which one? The guy he's getting ready to yell at. Oh, oh, um, he's from, Spider-Man. Oh, he, he was, he was in far from home or far away home or whatever it was. Oh, come on. He was on. Oh, you'll oh, shoot he, your eye out. I'm gonna, is Ralphie. that him? It's Ralphie. No, that's Ralphie. That's Ralphie from a, from a Christmas. Oh, movie. Ralphie. Time has not been good to you, yeah. sir. That's what Hollywood does to him. He's been he's a director, producer. He's been a, he's been in Hollywood for a long time. After he Yeah, he's he's done a lot. He's got a lot of credits. But yeah, I thought, was, I thought this I wonder if he makes residuals off Christmas story. He's oh, got I, to. I, I'm sure he does. Well, of course he was a kid and then maybe it was maybe he didn't get the best deal. Was that movie released in 1983? Uh yeah, Christmas story, yeah. Yeah, it was wow. like early 90s. Or no, early 80s, not 90. Did you say 90 or 80? Uh, 80. I said 80. It yeah. was 90s? No, no, it wasn't. No, I thought you said 90 at first. I'm like, no, wait, that's not. No, no, it was 80s. I said, yeah, 80s. Yeah. Okay. Fudge. <laughs> and I just love the throwback. I think I thought that was an amazing throwback to bring from, you know, 11 years ago, bring back the same actor to play, uh, you know, another character. That yeah, he did. He, he was, uh, yeah, that's right. That was him. That's what Kevin Feige makes all the big bucks, man. And he, and he also he's one of the was still alive too. He uh he's the one that released the uh the video to uh J. Jonah Jameson's uh yep, he internet was, blog. Yeah. I wonder if they'll bring him back. I don't they I bet you they will. I mean he is they have to bring a, him back. I just love the you know, I was, he's, got, he's got a tool I, specifically designed in the exact yeah, to take the arc reactor out. Yeah, unbelievable. I no, I was just I was just gonna say that I saw Far From Home recently, and not as good as you know um the f- coming home or uh, homecoming whatever, 
but I tell you what, I like the Mysterio character a lot. Oh, Mysterio he, was great. Quinn Beck was the like you know Jake Gyllenhaal. I wish he would do more comic book movies. I hope he's not dead because his portrayal of Mysterio was like really spot on. Well, they're the stuff they're hinting at for the next Spider-Man. I hope Spider-Man? he comes back. Is it you know is it is that Spider-Man or was it something else? Another one we just Sinister had. Six, right? Yeah, because there's hints at at um what trailer was that off of? There was a trailer that came out not too long ago. Where was it Venom? No, it wasn't Venom. Morbius. Morbius, thank you, thank you. Yes, it looks like this one's gonna be. I was like, I know it's a it's a Marvel type movie, but not quite linked to him. Um, but yeah, they, there was hints there, you know, where they I hope they bring him back, man. You know, because because you Quentin Beck was he he was so good because you had Michael Keaton on there. You know, for reference of of um of Vulture, and I love the fact he says hello, Doctor, or welcome, Doctor, and I'm like, yep. well, is he talking to Doctor Morbius or? Dr. Doc Ock. Ock. That's what well, I was that, thinking. That, that, That's what I was saying mind. too. I but thought, oh my God. Yeah, my mind went right there. I was like, he didn't say which doctor. He just said Doc. I was like, ooh, was that a tease? And, and I, I love the fact you- that they're still they're still pushing the whole fact. Oh no, this is separate. This is separate. I'm like, yeah, right. They have a deal, man. They're just, just they're, there's there's just showed Vulture. Me. You just showed Vulture. And then not only that, but he's walking down an aisle. With with a with a poster, a picture of Spider Man, and it, I think it says "murderer" on it. Yep. And I'm like, what do you? You can't. You're showing showing us too much stuff. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Don't fuck with the fans. <laughs> we ain't stupid. No, but I was like, I was trying to say, like, I I really hope he comes back. I love his portrayals, Quentin Beck. And I was a big Mysterio fan. That's one of the few comic book uh, villains of Spider Man that I like a lot. Going back to the animated series where he came out with like a puff of smoke and they they, they did the fishbowl head too. Come on. Yeah, when they when I first saw the fishbowl head, I was like, Oh, that's perfect here. I mean, come on. They're not afraid of it. They're like, no, we're gonna we're not gonna make the fishbowl head. No, no. They made the fishbowl head. Well, you gotta think when in pretty much in Marvel, they've never shied away from anything really. I mean, no, that, that's the thing that I love about their, Marvel. Except, man, except for uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye was really Hawkeye and uh, yeah. Marvel. Are the only two that really didn't fall into their superhero costumes, which I get. I get them both because they both ha- have like masks that are go like up to a pointy peak. Yeah, up to so a I point. Completely you, get that. Like, yeah. But the color schemes are there, which I thought was good. Oh, there you go, dummy. Dummy. You dummy. An ironmonger. So weird seeing him in a role like this, but it works. Yeah, I mean, I can't think of him doing a bad guy role before. He's always going to be the dude. Well, that and I brought up another. I brought up another, yeah. I brought up another movie. I don't know if you ever saw it, The Fabulous Baker Boys. Yeah, with another great movie with the uh, young Michelle Pfeiffer, by the way. Yep, him and him and his brother actually. Yep. Both in there. Yep. See, if me and Mike were a team, I mean, the captain were a team for trivia, we'd win, destroy everybody. I can go out <laughs> there. Movies. <laughs> we know movies, man. 
God, I gotta come out there on a Thursday. I gotta see um, what's his name, Man Daddy. Does oh, he still do it? No, they don't do it anymore. Oh, damn it! That sucks. Such a cool he, guy. He, too. he does it over at a, a couple of the breweries, uh, Orlando and Oviedo area. So. I really? Yeah, I got a. Oh man. But what's kind of cool is where he does it when he does it at those places. They actually like do theme nights, which is cool. He never, they he tried to do theme nights there and they didn't like it. So yeah, the win yeah Winchester's kind of fickle. Yeah, well, it's Winchester's not a trivia bar. Those those people go in there. The Winchester's more of like you know you come there, you get hammered, you go home. It's a party bar. It's it's not it's a, a party. It's a party. Yeah, it's a sports and party bar. You don't you don't go in there to sit down and do trivia or anything. And oh, well. yet karaoke has survived. Moneymaker. Karaoke will always be a moneymaker. Yeah, especially on Saturday. God, I wish we could go tonight. Sigh. Oh, don't do it, man. I know it's broke, but don't beat it up. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Nope, ain't going to happen. I love the fact he thinks he can hide this big ass machine. I think it's huge. I was saying, I was like, man, I think Jesus. it's funny he's crouched down in the darkness. I was like, it's a big ass machine. How do you, you don't think they're gonna find you, dude? <laughs> not very subtle. <laughs> I'm gonna sit here in the dark. Nobody's gonna see me. I'm gonna say, not move. I want to be emo, man. You can't see me. Now, why did he come out of the ground? What was the point of that? It's only badass has come out of the ground. Like the Undertaker. I, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that was very Undertaker. 
Jesus. That's it. Hon- honk at the big angry machine. Yeah. That's, that's going to help. Did. Yeah. Now, he could have built this ironmonger suit to resemble anything. Why did he build it to, to, to resemble the Mach 1? He could have done anything else. Well, probably because that's what he was basing it off of. And then to cut corners. I mean, it's just a demo. Hmm. Now, yeah, when you guys hear Jarvis talk about the the power levels and everything, in the comic books, uh, it took 24 hours for the suit to regenerate. So this is you know, something, it's not, it, with this one, it's not about the arc reactor in his chest uh, in the comic books. It's more that the suit is... It had a recharge, isn't it? Yeah, it yeah a 24-hour time frame for, for recharge. But in here, it's all about the, the arc reactor's power, not the, uh, not the suit itself. Oh, then in part two, we got a similar suit. I think that's one thing that kind of bothered me in okay. Iron Man 2. Was like the uh, the whiplash, whatever that he was using was similar to the Iron Man suit. Just with like, you know, whips. <laughs> well, the suit he was wearing was just a chest, like a little chest unit with the whips on the arm. I and mean, he really didn't have a suit. But I know, but it looked like, like, like the suit itself, like as far as like the mask, it looked very Iron Man-esque. That's a, the issue I had. Well, okay. Well, I mean, it's. I'm, it's like a, it's a, it's a, world, it's, it's a small pet peeve. I, I get it why they did it, but. I mean, if you it it's it falls into that that I that mindset. If it works, why why change it? You know. I know, I know, I know. It's a modern pet peeve. I have many of them. Just wait till we do Batman or Superman. It's gonna be fun. You know, somebody was telling me the other day, like they they heard our podcast, and um, it's a friend of mine at work, and he's like, "How come you guys haven't done Batman or Superman yet? Like, I thought you guys would do that by now." Like, you know what? I don't know. It's just one of those things that's too obvious that we haven't done it that we should do. That maybe we'll save it. I mean, it can always be done on the, you know, we, we have a, the, the regular ones and we, we, yeah. have, a, we have a, an extra one a, a month to, to fill in. So. No, but that's one of the big things that my brothers, uh, a couple of friends at work have mentioned, like, you guys are such big Batman, Superman guys. How come you've not done that movie? Like, well, we've done Batman movies. We've done Superman movie. Ace we've done a Superman, but we haven't done that movie. Yeah. Actually, what I found and I was able to download uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, the, the original? original, the eighty. Wow, yep, I've got, I've got that. So, if you're if you're feeling froggy, I was trying to get uh, Man Thing because I thought that would be fun one because that was Man Thing was actually done by Marvel in the middle of the MCU. 
That'd be Maybe. another good one to do. I am having trouble finding a good quality uh, copy of it. That'd be a fun one to do. But uh, but that's yeah, that's one I'm I wanted. I was like, man, thing would be fun because it came out like ni- uh, 2010 or 11, so it was like in the mix of the MCU building. And I thought, and, and I really thought that movie was connected, and I found like, well, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't, <laughs> like, but it still had the Marvel flip logo. Yeah, beginning. Flip so to me, yeah. hey, guess what? You can say it's not part of. It's part of because you got the flip logo. <laughs> I gotta watch that movie. I, well, I was able to watch it like off my phone, but I wasn't able to get like a copy to, to like download to you know. I gotta, like, I, gotta, I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta find that movie. That's a that's a good one to do. But I like I said, I was able to get um, Swamp Thing. I was like, ooh, from the eighties, that'd be fun. I know it's I know oh. it's not your favorite, and but it's it's still it's a it's a DC. No, it's it's not that it's not my favorite. It just brings up bad memories of the, of the series being canceled because I uh. love that series so much. I remember I used to text you every week, like, oh, oh my God, this I is know. everything I want. Why did they cancel it? I was so pissed. We got, we got Warner um, Warner Media coming back up oh. here soon, and, and they did reference it in the uh, – Oh, I know, but I hope they bring it back. The crossover. And I, want, so and I want everybody to come back, all the, yeah. the actors too. They were so good. And, I mean, my God, you were the guy who texted me with the blue, be- the blue demon. You're yeah. like, they did blue, blue, blue demon. Devil. Yeah, the blue devil, yep. The blue devil, I'm sorry. But I mean, like, if if Warner Brothers in DC didn't want to bring it back and wanted us to forget about it, why would they add it into the crossover at the very I end? Know. And, I know. I hope and, they and please they, bring it back. Basically, all they said to us is, "It's still around." It's, it's what that 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 one clip said to me. Was we're not done here yet. Well, you know what? There is a credence to what you say because you know Constantine was canceled on NBC, and Matt Ryan still lives on. So yeah. And I and I heard I heard horrible horrible rumor a horrible rumor. Oh no! That they're talking about wanting some. They're, they're trying to like drum up a uh, business for Constantine two with Keanu. No, uh, no, I, no, like, I will no. ride in the streets. Please no. Look, it. The first one was is what it is. I, I kind of yeah, dug it, but it fun, no, but... you 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 have Constantine and Matt Ryan right now. Don't waste the guy, please. Don't waste them. I know Keanu has a Keanu stunts going on right now, but look at he Keanu's good for what he does. He does he's doing Matrix, he's doing John Wick Four, and he's doing Bill and Ted. No, yeah. Matt Ryan is Constantine. Leave, leave, leave Constantine. Leave Constantine. Leave Constantine alone. Don't do that, please. If you want to do another a Keanu movie, do Johnny Johnny Mnemonic Part Two. There you go. Oh, wow. <laughs> Got a bad taste in my mouth. And Kane wins the night. <laughs> By the way, Obadiah is firing right now with that. With uh... what? What Kane? What? What Kane won is he? He's not gonna be heard for the rest of the night. I'm turning his volume. <laughs> that's what he heard. That's that's what he wins. Make John Mnemonic. Damn it. It's the captain is angry because I just oh. I won. So I had a pretty once I brought out Johnny Mnemonic, it was over. Oh. <laughs> Horrid movie. <sighs> well, Obadiah Slane is dead. Oh yeah. Are you back with us? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, I'm back. <laughs> Oh, 
I think somebody mentioned that like, oh, he could be uh, Obadiah Stane could be alive. No, he's dead. Yeah, he's no, there's dead. nothing coming back from that. I mean, there's if he, if he is alive, he's he's basically like cyborg Superman, you know, half man, half man, half machine kind of thing. Very underrated character, by the way, cyborg Superman. Oh yeah, Hank Henshaw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gotta watch the Death of Superman Part Two. The animated one's so good. Eh, it's all right. It, it, they you didn't like it? What they did to him, I, I wasn't a fan of. Like that. Really? There's, there's more angst and, and anger about him. Hmm. Uh, so who is Superman? All right, man. Yep. You know, when I see a colored newspaper, I keep remembering of an old newspaper that came out back in the day. It was a sports newspaper. And I think it was called The Journal. Was it The Journal? or It was a sports newspaper that came out for a little while. Sporting News? No, it was another one. Was it The National? Somebody had made it from ESPN, and then he passed away. Oh, man. Uh, the Journal? I don't think about it. I think it was the national yeah and here's the, the reference where they were talking about you know the iron man is his bodyguard and, and yep so that was the you know, last we'll hear about it now the extras that are there for this news conference when they were brought in they to i mean they really tr- started trying to keep everybody hush hush about this uh the extras were told that this is actually a dream sequence so when he makes the comment of i am iron man it's not that you know that that's they didn't want the people to like the, to leak about it. So what they told oh. the cat, what they told all the extras of the news crews that are there, this is that we're filming a dream sequence for for this movie. Really, I didn't know that. Yeah, so that way they would kind of keep it hush hush because this is you know pre the the Disney pre-MCM, clauses yeah. and you know where where if you say something you you'll vanish like very much like the KGB. <laughs> Send you up to. Send you, send you down to <laughs> instead of Siberia, they send you to, to the Everglades to, to make. Um, make mouse dear stall. Disney, uh, what the captain says is not actually supported by me. So if you guys want to hire us on, my name is Thanatos Kane at Facebook and Instagram. So um, Captain Mike Sediments are not exactly my own. Yeah, no, no. just saying. Oh, the mouse knows me. That's it. It's got my face up in there. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I used to work for the mouse back in the day. They probably forgot me. Costume department. Horrible job. Three weeks. Oh, I have questions, but uh, we'll, we'll save that for <laughs> off air. Oh, I'll yeah. tell you about them. They're they're, they're <laughs> interesting stories, sir. Interesting. Uh, As now, this woman, she's been in a, in a couple other movies, right? In the MCU. What's that? Which woman? Um, the 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 one blonde haired chick. She banged. He banged in the mid game. Uh, she movie. shows back up in number two. Yep, two. Uh, she's in because she, she was interviewing um Hammer. J- Hammer. Yep. And I believe she does show up in one other place, but I don't think she's like a reoccurring. Because she, this actress, eventually went off to have her kind of have her own career. To look her up. Aaron Howard, he's got to be kicking himself. I did Empire instead of the MCU. Yeah, you know, Empire's a 
pretty good. <laughs> That's what freaked everybody out. So there we yeah. go. So Iron Man 1 and Iron Man 2. Uh, big Easy Private Parts. She was in a small role in Private Parts for the Howard Stern movie. Um, the Zookeeper. Not a lot of movies. Oh, Movie 43. She may be... Who you, did you ever watch Movie Forty Three? Yeah, I did. She was a she's a she played Wonder Woman. Oh, I love that movie. What are you talking about? That oh was a my great god, movie. that movie's so bad. Oh, <laughs> it's so fucking great. I keep thinking of uh, Chris Pratt in that movie with the freaking oh man. Oh. Yeah, I mean Movie Forty Three is awesome. Man. We hey, if you don't ever put that in the poll, oh, please, no, absolutely bad. not. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I will veto that to oh, no end. That is a great movie. That is a waste. Of literally almost two and a half hours. Well, probably an hour and 30 minutes. Awful. Awful. That looks fun. So anyway, we did uh, Iron Man. (laughs) Yes, number two of the Marvel Infinity War or Infinity Saga that we want, whatever we want to call it. Um, I guess we're going to call it the Asylum year-long special i don't know i guess we yeah, can call it the infinity yeah we call it the infinity novel. The, the heroes of the infinity. 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 i like that the heroes of Asylum infinity saga that works yeah so yeah we'll be again guys we'll be doing this once a month as well along with our other watch alongs we at least do another one once a month may have extras if we find the time but yeah, we're primarily gonna be doing the avengers overall overarching uh and again movies that kane and i picked out of course and then uh, we will have the uh regular regular theme movies that kane and i had pulled out um and next month will be mine i'm still debating what route i want to go i still hope you choose the one that you chose before like i said i will choose because i really that, want that one. when that time comes up for that theme but i don't know if i'm going to do that or not so i think the next movie we're doing in our infinity saga heroes asylum style i believe is we're doing thor one is the next one is next is that next do, 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 i believe it is do, where yet i've got the numbers here and i have the numbers as well and i believe it's thor yep thor number one yeah and go figure out of all the trilogies in the mcu we chose the thor trilogies because yeah, they tend- unfortunately yeah when after uh, endgame came out it's it showed that the thor trilogies were more important than what we thought yeah and believe me we sat there and we debated this for a while yeah there was a few debates going on there there was a big debate that night oof that was it got heated (laughs) it got very heated until we um till we agreed to the list so that's one of those Um, nights at the heroes asylum when they go out they uh they sit there and we talk and there's some beverages involved and um yeah there's just no mics no mics in there's no mics no proof there's no proof there's no filters there's no proof what happened that night and maybe that's one of the nights we need to go just put a mic there and not know it's there yeah that'd be fun uh, we'll know it's there no, i will you can hide it <laughs> well maybe we'll, we'll talk to dj benjamin and see if we can get one of his uh wireless uh Oh, lavalier mics and clip it to ourselves, and with that way, we do have to walk around. <laughs> so, anyway, that's uh, Iron Man. Um, the second of the 
Infinity Sagas, we go forward with the 12 months forward. Um, uh, thoughts, Captain? Again, it's still one of my favorite ones of the series. I mean, when you really boil it down to, uh, and not only that, it, it ranks up there with probably one of my favorite superhero movies because it's pure. It's it's a pure, clean movie. You can walk away without it being a tri- uh, you know, knowing it's going to be existing in another world. It was great. It ends. It ends like you you know, you did what you did. You walked out. You saw I'm I am Iron Man. And the movie's over. You didn't see the tri- the the, the post credit scene, but even if you did see the post credit scene, that's that's you can still go along with and just go. Oh, okay. There's a, there, the world is out there. But mm-hmm. you know, if they if this if the, for whatever reason they decided, hey, you know what? When Disney bought the properties and say, hey, we're gonna erase whatever happened before, and we're gonna start fresh, that that would have been fine. And in, in this one moment, you know, this one movie w- would stand tall on its own as it, as you know hey this is our iron man but we, we attempted it and this and i think it would it would stand up for itself yeah it, it could easily been a one and done and we would have been fine but you know as we've seen in the post credits and everything else that came after it wasn't that you know it was well received and we got the mcu that we have today which is kind of incredible if you think about it you know the sweaty you know as you are as well you know i, I could never conceive what this movie led to it's amazing when you think about it in 2008 this movie came out in the midst of a lot of things it built an entire movie studio which is really what it did inconceivable to quote another movie that we did recently i did not know seth mcfarlane was in this for family guy fame Mm -hmm. i was just trying to i I was just looking through the, the the casting list and it said his name, but it I didn't see who he played. That would be interesting, unless he just did one of the voices, or because I don't remember seeing him on anything. Hmm. Let me see here. Hmm. I don't see him on here. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I was in the wrong movie. Sorry, I was still looking at movie <laughs> 43. My bad. Well, I didn't know. Oh. I did not know he was in Hellboy, too. He was the uh he was, was the he a voice. voice? Of, yeah, he was the, the voice of uh Jonah Krauss. The the the, the 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 new the new leader of the uh of the of their unit. The only guy that was oh. in, the, in the in the in the, what, the, the, the recent Hellboy or the old one? No, the old one. The last one with Ron. The Hell, uh, Hellboy Two with the Golden Army. The Golden Army. Okay. He was the, he was the German guy in the in the suit. It turned into steam. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was Seth. That, that was him. Yeah, that was him. Apparently. So. If it's God, yes, yes, Hellboy, I will walk with you. Oh, all right. So that is what oh. we got for this one, folks. Um, if you guys want to check out any more uh, from Heroes Asylum, go to our website at heroesasylum.com. You will see links to obviously this podcast to the Midnight Movie, and we also see Heroes Asylum. Also, any blogs that we put out, any news articles that we found over the week, trying to stay up on up and and informative on those. But uh, but yeah, you guys can check us out, find us there. Uh, we also started a new segment on Heroes Asylum, trying to do some movie watch along. So if anybody is interested, I'm doing a TV room, and that will be for. Uh, 
going forward right now will just be for Star Wars, the Clone Wars, since the Clone Wars season seven just started. So make sure you guys check that out. It's really good, by the way. I've checked out the first episode and oh, wait, look, post credit scene. This is what kind of freaked me out. Like, what's going on? Why is Samuel L. Jackson there? When he mentions the deal, like the what? The what initiative? Yeah. What do you want? I that's when I lost it. Like, what? The Avenger initiative? Are they hitting at something bigger? Yeah, like I said, it, it could have gone either way for at that moment, but but all right, guys. So make sure you guys do check it out. Uh, in about three weeks, by the time this gets dropped, you we will be having our first convention. So make sure you guys go go out there and check out us at the Kaiser Con Kaiser SuperCon issue number two, out at the Kaiser University in Orlando, Florida. You can buy tickets online, or you can go ahead and buy them at the door. Uh, the booking is filled up. They've got they got a full house of events and convention. Uh, events to do games meeting meet and greet with us a bunch of authors are going to be out there these uh, stormtrooper uh, Le- uh legion of five the 51st legion the 501 first yeah it's going to be there yep so make sure you guys get out there take pictures lots of cosplay going to be happening out there so make sure you guys you get out there and check that out with us and say come by and say hi mm, yeah come by and of course twitter and instagram the heroes asylum and instagram heroes asylum instagram has been kind of dark lately that's my fault i have to apologize but it will be up and coming by kaiser we'll do some more stuff videos on there say hi stop by the broom and of course our facebook page is the heroes asylum share like please we post a little stuff on there as captain eloquently said and as always, for me and the captain to you, get to the asylum. This has been a Heroes Asylum production.